and then during the week you showed random weird shit that you had in your collection. Uh, Ragtag had then, one of them in Columbia that was just weird fucking. They their seats were like couches. art house things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So in the 80s, with the advent of, of the, the mall, basically came the multiplex, and that's when it became, you know, we're going to have four, five, six, seven, eight different theater screens in the same place. And then it got up to 15, 20. Well, what did those people do? They put the little places out of business. They bought them up. They bought them up. They bought them up to the point that it's what now? It's AMC. It's Marcus. Uh, and they're basically the two main, like almost every major normal theater in America is an AMC theater. And insultingly too, because these are the same people that that put the ads on before the show, talking about how, they hire the actors to go on there and talk about how this is the way to watch movies. Like they're trying to discourage people from look, staying home and being safe. Irritated as fuck in it. <laughs> yep, the D and D one was the most egregious one. It was um, horrible. Hugh Grant wasn't having yeah, it. Was that shit. Horrible. Oh my god. You could tell Chris Pine was just dead panning the whole yeah. fucking thing. You're the real heroes. Um, for coming to the theater. <laughs> but uh, so the theater chains get bought up, which means the studios really don't have any bargaining power left anymore because the theater chains are, you know, they, they can show whatever the fuck they want. So then the studios start conglomerating to the point where we are now, where it's, again, it's Disney owning Fox and, and Marvel and Lucasfilm and all of that. Um, there's, like you said, there's no reason anymore to make a small film, even though you could absolutely afford to lose the money on it. You don't uh, have to. Can I throw something out real quick, though? There is one studio that I really like that makes small films that just happen to do well. Uh, do you know who I'm A24? talking about? A24. A24 is yep. uh, probably my favorite studio going right now because, yep. you know, they do a lot of horror, obviously, but they don't just do horror. And uh, Well, and there's there's always going to be outliers. Sorry, do what? I wish this was the part we recorded. Oh, I am. Yeah, don't no. worry. <laughs> no, I'm still recording. Are you? Yeah. This is the show. Oh, yeah. good. I like it. I'm this, glad. Is the um, this is part two. Yeah, a, this is gonna go up the. A twenty four is the the outlier on the one of the you know the best outliers on the on the studio side on the or on yeah on the studio side on the theater side. That's where you get your Alamo draft houses yeah, because they yeah, don't yeah. just take that stance of like oh we want everybody to be quiet and whatever. I mean, I was looking at their calendar earlier to see what they have coming up during the week. They show the weirdest shit. There there are times where they're like. Every two hours of the day, they're showing a new movie. Yeah, or they have like a marathon of something going on. Because uh, they're showing know, the, the smaller, shorter stuff that isn't. You got to sit here for yes. three hours, and yep. then we're going to sit it again because more people want to sit there for three hours. Right, and they show that stuff too. For what it's worth, I mean, they had you know Barbie and Oppenheimer and Guardians of the Galaxy and all those things. You can still see those things there too, but mostly they're the the weekend features and the big ones where people are going to go and get their current you know normal movie fix. But if you're somebody who just like, ah, there's no way to say this without sounding like a huge fucking dork. But if you're somebody who just likes cinema because that's the way they describe it, like if you just like films, you like to go to a theater and watch a movie. That's what they do during right. the week. I mean, they have a ton of older stuff. Um, and by older, I mean, you know, all the way back to fucking Cleopatra and then all the way up forward to like the Dark Knight. Um, yeah. And there's usually a theme of, of what they're doing. But like, yeah, I'm sure that they love A24 because those guys are producing just such a wide range of, like you said, horror and thriller and and like hard romance stories. And yeah, that they, kind of stuff. and they're very much independent films, but they're like independent films with a budget. Like, I, I don't know how to describe mm -hmm. it properly. It's not like, you know, it's not like uh, art house. 
Yeah, it's art it's house. house. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not like Kevin Smith when he started with Mallrats. It's not that like guerrilla yeah. style filmmaking. It's um, right. it's legitimate films that just happen to be very well written that go against the grain. I, I I ask anybody that's never watched it to go watch Hereditary. Hereditary is a great horror film uh-huh. on its own, but you would not see a horror film like that in major theaters anymore because it it doesn't speak to the audience of today. It's not as cliched. It's not as it doesn't have a lot of humor in it. It's definitely not, not dumbed down. It was definitely not without A24's label on it. With right. their label on it, people went, oh, that's that studio that does those things that I like and I can go do that. And, and it's the same thing um, for, uh, I want to mention The Witch, because The Witch doesn't get a lot of, of credit. Um, it yeah. was another A24 film with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy before she was you know big and famous. And it is such a slow burn film that there's no way it would survive in cinema up against movies like the Avengers Endgame or Avatar Way of Water. Look at, we talked about it last night, look at the top five to ten films, uh, box office receipts in America, and it's all Marvel, Star Wars, it's Avatar. You don't see films like, uh, you know, Hereditary. Titanic is the only one that doesn't fit that bill. Yeah. That made it even And even that was like one of the, you know, first big, like, mega blockbusters. Um, Yep. They, they don't do independent film anymore. The only indie films that you can find, especially if you're a horror fan, is like the really schlocky, clearly low budget. Um, they make them because, like we said last night on the show, or maybe it was on, on uh, Extras and Epilogues, horror is great because it is a low budget with a high return. And that's why they keep making yep. them. And they don't give a shit about the quality. They pump these things out. You you think that you know Star Wars and Marvel's bad. Fucking Christ, look at Saw. I think they're up to Saw 10 now, and the movies haven't been good in a long, long time, but they keep pumping them out because of how well, much money they make. There's a reason that, and I'm not I'm not dogging them, but just as point of fact, there's a reason that a service like Shudder exists, yeah. but there's not an action movie streaming service. There or used like to be. a comedy movie streaming service. So there well, used that's to what I'm saying. The, the Action laugh. Channel. Yeah, I remember the Action Channel. I used to yeah. watch the shit out of the Action Channel back in the day. That's where I saw TV versions of it, like like grit now i think is one of them. there's like a grit channel or whatever um no I, I was just remembering and i i wish i could think of the name of the guest that he had on but again this was in 2019 uh, the guy was somebody who had written a book about that kind of thing about the conglomeration of hollywood and, and all that um the probably the saddest thing he was talking about that really hit home for me was when he was like nobody makes comedies anymore and this is a conversation that's been had a lot lately i know you and i were talking about it adam divine brought adam it up divine. i was about to uh, mention in, him yeah in an yeah. interview yep yeah. and then charlie day again on the on the sunny podcast but this guy was they've all kind of made the point of like nobody makes comedies anymore because the problem is comedy is such a, a light label it used to be that those were your weird little movies that got made like just straight up comedy look the naked you, gun you know, uh blazing saddles I mean, Mel Dumb Tanner. and Dumber. If you want to Mel take Brooks. it into the '90s, I mean, those. Granted, they had they had big names in them, but they Here were we meant to be comedies. Yeah, comedies now aren't comedies because action is doing comedy, and horror is doing comedy. Right. And even drama is doing comedy. I mean, this is a TV example, but just right off the top of my head, one of my favorite shows on TV, and I know Tanner would agree with me, is Only Murders in the Building. It's hilarious, oh, that's but it's also very dramatic i mean it's it's meant to be a a mystery you know thriller suspense story um nobody really is doing much in the way of just straight up comedy and then what's funny about that is adam divine brings that up this is a guy who's on one of the funniest shows on tv right now the righteous gemstones but that's not just a comedy 
Right. It's billed as one, but every season is is built around action and drama and, and suspense. And he got roasted for it too. He got roasted for making yeah. a valid point because yeah. he said, "How are you supposed to make a comedy when the Avengers people are fucking chuckling at the Avengers jokes?" Like, yeah, that's absolutely true. When you've got you know Chris Hemsworth and those guys up there hoo hawing it up, people are going to go yeah. watch that instead of going to Charlie. See, uh, Charlie Day had a, a comedy come out not too long ago that bombed, and I can't think of the name of it. What the hell? It came out right around the time uh, uh, that Blackberry came out because Glenn Howerton was in that. Uh, but Charlie wrote, directed, and starred in this one, and yeah, it bombed big time. Now I haven't seen it. I can't speak to the quality of it. it I know could the be critics bad. didn't much care for right. it. It could just not be a good movie. But it very much was a straight up comedy, right? And it bombed. I- I'm like, trying massively, to- and that was not a movie with not a small amount of people in it because Charlie Day may have been the star, but like Ray Liotta, it's like his last film role, yeah. Yeah. if I remember correctly. I'm, I'm um, trying to think of the last like legitimate comedy that um, <coughs> Fool's Paradise was the name of that movie. By yes, the way. yes. Uh, it like, oh, and it's it's uh, Ken Jeong, Kate Beckinsale, Adrian Brody. Like it's not a that's a big it's not a randomly cast yeah. film here. And then you know now Marvel and shit like that they keep stepping into these other realms. Of I saw an article today that was talking about for Halloween. Like one of the big things for Halloween is they're re-releasing Werewolf by Night. But in color, with color, yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. we watched. Why it was why <laughs> it was okay. Like it was okay. It wasn't really horror. It it was a Marvel attempt at horror, just like they did yeah. with the New Mutants with Fox. Like they're yeah. they're trying to make superheroes that are also or fucking Morbius with uh, Jared Leto. Like they're trying all these yeah. different things that don't work, but people still go see them because it's Marvel. If you slap fucking Marvel or Star Wars in front of anything, people are gonna go watch it because they're conditioned to do it, and then smaller studios and smaller films suffer because of that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, admittedly, there are times where it's totally warranted. I'm not gonna act like Endgame isn't one of my favorite movies of the past 10 years. Like, yeah. if, if only just for the, the fucking emotional moments. Like, I got more hyped in the theater watching that movie than I have in a long time. Cap catching that hammer, like, literally our t- entire theater erupted and I was there with him. It's one of the few times I've ever not been bothered by people getting, you know, loud in a theater. Right. Um, but, like you said, sometimes, like, don't get me wrong, Black Panther went on a great historic run when it first came out, and I was glad to see a black, you know, owned black run movie uh, do that, especially in that genre when we hadn't really had that yet. But there were three or four other things that came out at that same time that suffered, and that was kind of the beginning of Marvel really doing that, where things would come out that were good movies, but because one of their movies was in theaters and dominating, it was like, well, what the fuck is the point of trying? Yeah. can't put anything else out it's gonna get run over yeah I, what I think of like uh, talking about black cinema it's Cinnamon. not just one blockbuster either when they do it it's it's every quarter It's, it's yeah like, it's all the time you, you could time around it and be right. like alright I'm not gonna release in the summer blockbuster right. era I can drop something funny comedy in during the holidays or off kilter in the spring or, or, or what have you but now every fucking time frame right. for theater has a goddamn Marvel or Star Wars thing and if it's not a movie then it's on streaming so you can't even get anything interesting television wise either so it, it's it's both fucking levels it used to be that the big blockbuster season started in like July and the summer season that's when they July would put the blockbusters out right. yeah, after school was out they'd aim yeah. for when everybody has the time fuck do you remember Kaz they, they used to call it Big Willie Weekend because Will Smith had a fucking blockbuster out every year every and, year 
And then it got to a point where, like you said, they're releasing blockbusters every couple of weeks because there are so many properties now. And it's our fault, to be fair, because it's our age group that's going like, oh, fuck, Dungeons and Dragons? Fuck yeah. Or, oh, fuck, Mario? Fuck yeah. Barbie? Fuck yeah. But but to be fair, too. I haven't been to a theater since... I think I've been to the theater once since pre-pandemic. Maybe not, though. It, it, at least, at least the properties that that you were just talking about, though, especially the ones that you just mentioned, D and D, you know, Barbie. The, these are they're existing properties outside of movies, but it's not yeah. just the next entry and yet another, you know, fucking franchise that's been going on forever and ever and ever. It doesn't right. seem to have any and any actual in the no game, end in game. Sight. <laughs> yeah 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 um, no puns t- all puns intended all puns the last movie i actually saw in the theater uh but like since pandemic hit and even before then not many but was in the heights and nothing since and that movie bombed um I mean, yep. but it, it's, oh, God, we've talked about this, too. You would think, like, all the things we said about, oh, man, these big blockbusters are ruining this stuff. But then other blockbusters come out and bomb, and you go, what the fuck, why? Indiana Jones came out and yep. did very poor. Yep. Why? Yep. It's a perfectly cromulent Indiana Jones film. Barbie and Oppenheimer because... worked off of each other and made the perfect fucking marketing situation. And yeah, well, Barbie but... is now, I think, four, top 15 um, domestic release movies. Yeah, Bar- Barbie succeeded in that way. I don't want to say in spite of itself, but there were. I Barbie had kind of a reverse Ghostbusters effect, where a lot of people went to see it just despite people who didn't like it. And I'm not saying yeah. that that it's that it That's you know didn't deserve those numbers or whatever. It's a great fucking movie. Great movie. Um, but uh, what, there was one you said, oh, Indiana movie. Jones. Indiana Jones got the other version of that, which was people didn't like the trailer. They didn't like that there was a girl. How dare they put a girl in there? Apparently, they haven't seen you know the original fucking movie that's built <laughs> almost halfway around a very strong female character who comes back again and again and again in the franchise. Uh, but they didn't like Phoebe Waller Bridge. It's the same thing that's going to happen to this this Snow White movie that Disney's trying to do right now. They don't like the girl that's playing her because she said she didn't like the character, and so they're just not going to go. And I mean, I look, man, I the- forgot the live action of Snow White was on the table. Oh yeah! Hey, look, at the end of the day, you know, there's something to be said about voting with your wallets. But also, if the movie makes it out and you see it and you enjoy it, like that—that's really, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Uh, when it's all said and done, right? I mean, I just I certainly don't... there are times where you want to see more of those kinds of things. But I remember because uh, <laughs> I've, I've been on the Indiana Jones subreddit for probably as long as I've been on Reddit, and there were a lot of people, of course, who bitched about the movie. A lot of people who loved the movie. Um, but <laughs> at least a couple of people were like, you know, oh, the box office is like every day, you know, every five hours update, the box office is doing this. It's bad. It's good. The critics are real and whatever. And most of the time, somebody would come along and go, you guys know this is the last one, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter. Harrison Forty said he's never doing it again. This is right. the first time he's ever said, I'm never doing it again. Disney has said, we're not going to replace him. I, I don't know that I entirely believe that, but at the very least, they'll probably wait until at least he's dead for a couple I, of years. I, I think they would have done it thing, a lot I don't think faster. they'll replace him while he's still alive. I, I think yeah. they would have. I think they would have. If not for the fact that had one, this been a huge blockbuster, had this been a huge blockbuster, they would have they would have found yeah. a way. And honestly, yeah. if uh, Crystal Skull hadn't gotten so much shit for some of the things they did, uh, fucking Shia yeah. LaBeouf would have been the new Indiana Jones. They yeah. would have done that. That's what yeah. they were positioning. Yeah, it's entirely for. possible. Yeah, um, um, so many of those people just didn't. It, it, it's it's Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. They didn't even go see the movie. They don't know anything about it. All they know is girl bad done. Ain't no bitch. Gonna and be at no the ghost. end of the day. 
it's a good it's a good movie. It's not my favorite Indiana Jones movie, but it's also not my oh, least favorite. Landed Damn right it. in the middle. I thought I had him on Ghostbusters. He said it was a good movie. I was like, oh, I got him. No, fuck. He was talking about Indiana Jones. No, no. Damn it. No, I'm sorry. I, um, I, I'm sorry. You're never gonna get that's a good. Movie I know. It's, I it's know. also it's also not my least favorite movie ever. It's it's right. easily my least favorite Ghostbusters movie. It's but it's, it's to be yeah, fair. It's yeah, also it's my least favorite Ghostbusters movie. But my God, you're say, punching against Titans there. 2016. Yeah, the, the female cast led one. I still um, like that movie, but like, admittedly, it's the weakest of all of them. Absolutely, 100. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, it's, I just, it's just a different thing. Really quick, I just want to say that uh, my thing is, I don't want to see really good films sacrificed for the sake of box office receipts and what i mean by that is like take a movie like uh, people all over the internet and i i like what culture i do watch their videos i especially like what what culture horror um they will go to extreme lengths to talk about how much they love the movie malignant which i absolutely despise and yeah everything's subjective yeah. But you have a nonsensical film that, because it was James Wan, and everyone's got a fucking Lauren Boebert heart on for him since that he did uh, The Conjuring and Insidious and shit like that, um, they praise that movie to no end and talk about it constantly, whereas a movie like The Witch or a movie like um, Hereditary, it didn't fly under the radar per se, but nobody really talks about them except for occasionally. And I hate that because those movies were so legitimately good, but compared to something that you can market better, they suffer. And I and I hate that. I know that's been Hollywood forever. This isn't a new thing. Hollywood has always been like that. Um, but it's unfortunate. I There was a time period when the independent filmmakers, your Kevin Smiths, uh, guys like that, were really starting to come into their own. And these indie films were really starting to get more cred. And they were starting to get a bigger audience. And it feels like now we're going in the opposite direction where if you don't have a Dave Filoni or – no, not Dave Filoni. What's the, what's the guy from Marvel? Um, shit. What's Kevin, Feige. Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige. Yeah. If you yeah. don't have a Kevin Feige – attached to it or if you don't have a huge studio or the huge blockbuster name you're 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 nothing you're gonna suffer remember when remember when sam raimi was like a low budget name yeah he did i mean when he did evil dead uh right that, that was an incredibly independent horror film and then look what he went on to do he did lord of the rings and the hobbit and yeah <laughs> all right well yeah. that's that's part two. <laughs> that's part two of the show we didn't expect to do another one but that's I appreciate That's, uh, this is this is an episode of what I think we should call extras and extras and epilogues. <laughs> if you if you like this kind of dialogue and you haven't listened to extras and epilogues, this is it. This baby. is this is the trailer for this that is show. The whole like, show. <laughs> um, yeah, just without one singular movie. All right, we're gonna cut it off there. We're gonna go play some games. Uh, thank you guys for yeah. tuning in to this extras and extras. Uh, be back next week. Next week. Uh, later. Have a good night. <laughs> I have one. Wait, I have one this time. Okay. Okay. My vaccine arm glows blue when orcs are near. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings. Oh, he left. No, and then he left. I'll do this for Tanner it's real like, quick. It's like it's like Lord of the Rings, but it's the arm this instead is for, of the sword. This, this is for Tanner. <laughs> I think I think Tanner's gone bye bye. He's been yeah. gone for a long time. Now. He didn't speak up on all that. All right, later, guys. We'll see you next week.